Hi, Rav Judy here with Bava Batra, Paragimel, Mishnah Aleph. We're entering into a whole new realm of halacha and real estate law as we begin the third parak. Uh, the concept of chazaka. Chazaka may be familiar to you from other areas of halacha. A chazaka is, literally means uh, strength, stronghold. A chazaka is a legal presumption. We see chazaka in all kinds of places, just to give you a sense elsewhere. Um, there are chazakas about things. So, for example, a, um, <clears throat> a Sefer Torah, Torah scroll, if you're reading from it, and we have a chazaka, we have a legal presumption that it's a kosher scroll. It is legal, it's kosher, until it's not. So if a person gets called up for an aliyah, or we notice in the Torah that there's a problem, we don't go back and reread all the prior reading, because it had a legal presumption that it was good until now, until proven otherwise. Um, and this concept applies quite broadly across halacha, that one can establish a legal presumption about something, and that will be its status until something else comes along and changes it. Well, now we get into talking about who is the presumptive owner of a property. In general, we say about uh, movable objects, metaltalin, that uh, whoever's holding it, we saw this earlier in, uh, in particularly in Bav Metzia, that uh, whoever's holding it, is considered to be the owner until someone can prove otherwise. That is not necessarily the case when it comes to property, because unlike movable objects where we say whoever's holding a possession is nine-tenths of the law, and if you can prove otherwise, then great, but otherwise we'll assume it's yours. In property, we assume that whoever was the last known owner, because... A person could own a property and have somebody else be farming it. Somebody else could come along and walk in it. Uh, it's not so simply a matter of somebody using it or being in it, but rather there needs, there's more of a transfer of ownership and it's a better known item. So now we get into the Mishnah. So what happens here is, that we assume that the last known owner, uh, last known deeded owner, etc., is the owner and can make a claim. And so let's say Shimon is working a field. Uh, for for up to three years, Reuven can come along and say, hey, that was my field. And if we have evidence that it had been Reuven's field, we're going to side with Reuven. It takes three years for Shimon, short of documentation or witnesses, uh, to be able to make a chazaka, make a legal presumption, that now we're going to assume it's Shimon's field. If Shimon's been working this field, and here we have chazkat habatim, a house, Shimon's been living in the house, borot shichen ma'arot, so cisterns and wells, and Shimon's been using this cistern and, and drawing water from it, shovachot, dovecoats, Shimon's been keeping birds there and getting birds from there. Merzaot, Shimon seems to be the owner of this bathhouse, the user of this bathhouse. Um, Beit Habadin, an olive press. Beit Hashlachin, our, uh, our uh, irrigated fields. Avadim, servants. All these all these things, servants, tend, we saw earlier, have the uh, status of, uh, similar to real estate law in terms of who's the uh, the master to the servant. All these things, if Koshu Oseh Peirotad, or anything that produces constant value, you can constantly live in a house, you can constantly draw water, you can constantly use the bathhouse, so on and so forth, in order to create a legal presumption that it's yours enough that short of, you don't have witnesses, you don't have documentation, but you can say it's yours, and you your claim will overwhelm Ruvain's claim, who had been the known owner beforehand, you need three continuous, yom liyom, three continuous years of usage. Three years go by, Shimon's been using this, now when Ruvain shows up and says, hey, that's mine, we say, no, 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 it used to be yours, but three years have gone by, Shimon's been using it. But if a field is not something that is used in constant use, but rather something that creates a crop 
it grows a crop of grain, let's say, a crop of fruit. So the initial opinion here says that it's three years, but it isn't really three continuous years because it's not a continuous use field. Rather, uh, you don't need yom liyom. Rather, what do you need? Shmuel says, really, what you need is eight, Shimon to be using the field for 18 months. Three months at the end of year one, which is enough to get a crop out of it, a crop of, let's say, grain, a certain kinds of grain that grow late in the year. Then, uh, 12 months in between, that's year, the entirety of year number two, and three months at the beginning of year number three. So total, it's going to be 18 months, but it's three crops. It's a crop at the end of year number one of grain, a grain crop in year two, and a grain crop at the beginning of year three will create a chazaka for, for Shimon that it now belongs to him. Rabbi Kiva Omer, Chodesh Perishona, Chodesh Rabbi Kiva has a twist on this. He says that, yes, it's true, grain requires three months, but there's something like vegetables that can grow in a month. And so a month at the end of year one, 12 months in between that are the entirety of year two, a month at the beginning of year three, that's 14 months total. And you can establish with those three vegetable crops that this is your field to overwhelm the claims of somebody who says, no, no, no it used to be mine and it's still mine. Rishmael says, when was I saying 18 months? That was with a, literally a field of white, that's what we call grain fields. Um, aval, so it's either the, the coloring of the grain, or they don't have shadows, they just kind of wave in the, in the wind. Rishmael says, listen, if you're talking about fruit, then hey, you could do this in one year, because one year could have a crop of, here it uses the word tfua, a little confusing, but tfua here actually refers to grapes, longer discussion, but you could have a crop of grapes, and then you could have a crop of olives, and you could have a crop of figs, and that's three crops in one year, so it's not really three years, it's really three crops, according to Rabbi Shmuel. We don't hold like Rabbi Shmuel or Rabbi Kiva, we actually hold that it requires three full years, but uh, to understand the Mishnah.